Good morning. Good a.m. Happy New Day, Jug. How's it going? I hope it is all going well today. Hey, hey, Mary. Hey, hey, hey. Today we are still remembering. And when I say we are remembering, we're remembering those who have uh, any involvement with 9-11, whether you were personally involved, whether you were personally affected by it, and um, just all the soldiers, in you know, who have been there and um, – all the things. I want to give a special thank you and shout out to my two besties who are in the arms. Um, shout out to Latrice Baker Grivis, who just made, I think, 87 in the Army. Shout out to my girl, Sergeant uh, Baker Grivis. And then my other friend, who is also an E7 in the Navy. I think I may be, they're both pretty high ranked. So shout out to Kilville Diaz as well. These are my two besties, and they serve in the armed forces, and I just want to let them know I appreciate their service and everything they have going on and growing on. Um, today we are we are remembering and I wanted to tell my story of 9-11. And that simply was me being in the 11th grade and uh, Wayne Gassaway's uh, American history class. Also, shout out to one of my favorite soldiers, Mary. She's on here. Um who has served in our armed forces and so many other great people who has been around. And um, we just want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We want to say thank you for all that you have done to contribute to the betterment of this U.S. of A. And we appreciate you. Like really, really, really appreciate you. So, um, you know, you're talking about your buddies being ranked up. People yeah. don't realize how hard it is in the military to actually earn rank. It isn't like civilian world where you do a good job or you've been in a job for so long, you get a rank and you get booted up <coughs> in the military yeah, in order sure. to increase your rank. There has to be an opening in a, in that field of where you're at. For the real, so it is not easy. No, so, you know, um, it could take you years to rank. And that's a lot of reasons, too, why a lot of military tend to move to different bases, because there's an opening in that rank, and they offer you a promotion. Right. Also... I want to just give them their big up because um, Latrice has been in the Army for 14 years and Kilwa has done 19 years. 
So kudos to both of them because who lost? For you to be able to obtain a job for that amount of long time and um, make rank and better yourself, like that's muy importante. But Mary, I was today mm-hmm. here when I found out that um, the Army, when they make rank, they get their pay right away. Yep. Sometimes. And the Navy has to wait. Well, I know the Navy has to wait six months to a year for their pay increase. I was like, what in the world? But it's a real thing. But I, uh, it's all about your paperwork. Oh, okay. Tell me more. Um, so you, you, you are put up for a promotion. And the thing is, is in the military, it's a pain in the butt, but it's kind of cool at the same time. When you increase in range, it is all pomp and circumstance, too. So it's not just where you get a pay increase. There is mm-hmm. actually a called a pinning ceremony where they take off your patch with your rank on it, and it's an official. You practice this all the time, everything you do. But it's an actual right. ceremony. It's kind of like in the Boy Scouts when you go from Cub Scout to Boy Scout or Eagle Scout. There's that. It's the same thing. So there's a ceremony that you do that is a change of ranks. I love it. And like our two, Tuesday's host, Rick Reese, his son's following him in his footsteps. He used to be in the Air Force. And so he got to pick his dad to, to do the changing of the rank. We got it. I'm saying you got it too. That's why I said we got it. <laughs> yeah, so that's amazing. So like I said, shout out to the both of them girls. And uh, it's so funny because we travel a lot, right? We travel a lot of times together. And I always feel safe because I'm traveling with the Navy and the Army. However, they let me know that they feel safe because they're traveling with me because I'm something like MacGyver. <laughs> and uh, as well as um, Dr. Queen Medicine Woman, that's what they call me. So, I love them ladies to pieces. How you doing, brother? I was today years old and I realized y'all delivering and I just left Kroger. Where I'm upset. Y'all always know I'm moving and shaking and working. Shout out to my kitchen mate, Randy. Randy Cooks. He is an amazing chef who has transitioned his life over to plant-based. Randy, say hello to my listeners. Okay, he's an amazing chef. Located here in Atlanta. He helps me a lot of times. He also uh, helps the other business in here. We shot them out to um, Urban Flow, which is a CMOS company. So he makes everybody's life a little bit easier in this commercial kitchen. So thank you, Randy. We love you. <laughs> but, yeah, let's get, let's get back to it. So remembering 9-11, everybody remember where they were when 9-11 happened. I don't care where you were, you heard about it. And it definitely was a movement. How I find you? How I do this? I just like do it on the app or something? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Copy. I was today years old when I realized that Kroger delivers. 
<laughs> didn't know. Hey, it depends on where you live. Yeah, yeah, I see that. They definitely you can order groceries and they deliver. Nah, no. Nah. But yeah, so nine eleven. I was in Wayne Gassaway's American <coughs> Studies class that he himself took the initiative to change it to an African American Studies class because he can't, he said we cannot have American history without talking about the African-American culture and what they brought to history. So as we were sitting in this class, we were actually watching Roots during this time. It took us about a week, week and a half to complete Roots because he also encouraged us to look at it outside of his classroom. And I just remember... Every time we walked in the classroom, Mr. Gassaway, shout out to Wayne Gassaway and his family. He also has uh, children who are part of the armed forces, his daughter, Ebony, and his son. I cannot remember his name. Oh, my God. Mr. Gassaway. The other You're in Gassaway. trouble. But I do, I'm in trouble. I can't remember his name. So shout out to them. Shout out to Wilkinson County High School who uh, who helped me be great in Wilkinson County, Georgia, in Irvington, Georgia. But I cannot think of his name right now. Oh my God, it's going to hit me at the end of the show. Watch. But anyway, both of his children are part of the armed forces, too, so we thank you for them, too. And uh, every time we enter this man's class, he had the news on. One, he encouraged us to always watch the news, watch the news, not the news, watch the news to just stay informed of all the things and events that was happening locally and all the things that were happening around the world because he said we are affected no matter if it is local or worldwide we will be affected so we're walking in class and we're talking about you know how we felt about certain things we had been watching when we were watching Roots and um, he came out and he said well all right, y'all, let's go ahead and um, let's take a moment here and, let's, you know, let's, let's turn the news on. And just as he's turning on the news, because we used to watch a lot of CNN in the classroom, and I was in 11th grade, y'all. I was in 11th grade. And as soon as we turned on the news, we see the headline at the, the bottom of the screen, and we also see the second tower get hit live. Needless to say, not only did the world stop that day, but school stopped that day. And I just remember uh, the news saying that if they, that it was a terrorist attack and they were going to start attacking every major city every hour on the hour if certain demands or something wasn't met. And y'all, uh, this was so scary. <laughs> it was so scary because at the time, my brother, my brother had a federal job, and my father had a federal job. And my dad was the guy who used to go around to all the banks and different corporations and get the files that needed to be destroyed, as well as old money that was in circulation. He collected these things and take them to be burned. That was my father's job. So hearing that they were going to 
start hitting major cities every hour on the hour, I was completely shook. And I called my daddy ASAP. And I wasn't getting a call because the building that he was in went into emergency and they shut everything down. So he was actually shut in a building and I uh, couldn't reach him for quite some time. And uh, I, I became very nervous and a lot of people were crying. Uh, some friends and family that I had in New York, I couldn't get in touch with them. And it was it was a scary, scary day. I think I talked to my father around 6 o'clock that evening. And that's when I got some relief because I was unable to reach him. So just being a part of that moment in history, it takes me back to um, something that a lot of the military deal with, and that's PTSD. People deal with PTSD, (laughs) depending on your life and your life's traumas and the occurrence of things that has happened in your life. And one thing I want to encourage people to do is to seek counsel and seek therapy. If you are a military personnel, there is a beautiful group that Mary has curated, and she is a part of this group for veterans who suffer from PTSD and different traumas. So thank you, Mary, for all you do, again, for our soldiers, for our community. The Hope Collection, we appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, I just couldn't imagine. I've always wanted to go to the military, but I ain't going to lie to (laughs) y'all. I always thought that the moment I get all of those shots and vaccines that I was going to go into some type of shock and I was going to (laughs) die. That thought alone has kept me from going to the military. And I'm pretty fit, and I love boot camps, and I probably would kill that three-mile run that they do every morning at PT. Um, Yeah. So I've always wanted to do that. I was going to go to the Coast Guard, mainly because I come from a small town, Wilkinson County, I'm born in Atlanta and raised between Atlanta and a place called Montrose, Georgia, <coughs> where I went to school in Wilkinson County. And uh, most people thought that the, the only way to get out of this small town was to go to the military. So when I tell you a lot of my classmates, a lot of the people I went to school with, schoolmates, they all went to the military. Everyone's doing great People are successful People are out here winning All the things are working out for them But I still couldn't imagine The things that they have grown through The things that they have seen and witnessed Just from being a part Of the military Um, Although it's a wonderful place It can be very Lonely and very dark, especially for women who are trying to make ranks, who are trying to better themselves. I hear about um, rape in the military and women not saying anything. 
one of my uh, good yogi friends, I won't say her name, but I'll share her story. I know she won't mind it. But she was a virgin when she went off to the army. And uh, she was thinking that people were her friends. And she was telling me that um, she went out drinking with some soldiers. And when she woke up, she wasn't a virgin anymore. And she didn't remember it. She had been raped. And this happens more times than people um, report. So when I tell you you got to have a different mindset to be in the armed forces, yes, you do. But there's so many wonderful things that come out of it. You grow up. You travel the world. You meet new people of all walks of life. People respect you when you're in uniform. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful, beautiful thing. So I say, if you have anyone that has been in the armed forces or just in it right now, pretty, pretty, pretty please keep them lifted up, keep them grounded, keep them in your thoughts and your prayers, and when you see them, tell them thank you for not only what they've done for their families and their communities, but what they've also done for you. I remember singing this song when I was in elementary, y'all. And that song was, and we we listened to this song around, um, like, Veterans Day and just um, a lot of times. And it was, uh, and I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget. Be great. Yeah, I love that song. Who gave that right? You know, he's coming out with a second. <laughs> you said what? He's coming. He's coming out with a second um, song to that. Really? It'll be out for the Fourth of July. I love that song. Every Fourth of July, I play that song. Cause there ain't no doubt. I love this land. God bless the USA. I love that man, and I love that song. And he will be where, Mary? He is going to, he's working right now on adding a second version or a, a, a second part of that song. An updated version or something? Yeah. I love that. A sequel. There we go. A sequel. Okay. I was. I couldn't get it out either. I was like, a what? what? Part two? A sequel to that song. Yeah, part two. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I also know that during that time, America came together. We helped each other. 
we had empathy for each other. We had sympathy for each other. We were nicer around that time. God really blessed the USA. Out of that tragedy came unity. And if we just take a moment to remember, not just on 9-11, but every day, to remember that there are people fighting for our freedom. There are people on the line to keep us safe. There are people every single day that is out here that is putting forth an effort, putting their time and, and their lives on the line for us to just have a good life. So when I say be mindful when your mind is full, I mean it because there's just so much growing on. And people need people. And if we will adapt the mentality (coughs) that we are one nation under God, although we're individuals, and they say with liberty and justice for all, I want to say with liberty and healthiness for all. Because justice don't always do us all, depending on our skin color and our gender or the gender we identify. But health is the same thing. We all need that. Health is essentially our wealth. And we cannot be any of help to our nation, the people who serve for us, even ourselves, if we're not healthy. And I mean mentally, physically, emotionally. You got to be healthy financially. And it comes with coming together as a unit, as a people, and coming together as a nation. We're still at some type of war. There are things still going on right now that we don't know about because it's not being televised or it's being covered up and we still, like I said, we just don't know. But if you can just continue to be the simple change that you want to see and treat people how you want to be treated and operate in love and light, truth and integrity, I promise you this world will be a better place. And I'm just so grateful that I live in a place where I don't necessarily have to be worried about where certain things are going to come from. We're not a third world country. Although there is a lot of homelessness and poverty, we're still here to make a difference. We're still here to be a unit. And again, we can do more things when we come together. Excuse me, I had to get a drink, and I love kombucha. It's the best. 
Whoever knew that fermented fruit would be so good. <laughs> but I just want to say thank you. Mary, thank you. If I don't thank you enough, thank you. Because you're, you, you go hard for the armed forces. And you make sure people know the stories, the triumph, the truth of all the things. And I am grateful for you and for it. <laughs> well, you know, the biggest misconception people make is bad things happen in the military. We all know. But yeah, you can't sure, blame sure. the entity at, in itself. you got to blame the individuals because we all have free will. Absolutely. I'll take and it. so, you know, the, when... It's a machine. It's the easiest way to explain the military. You know, okay. there's a chain of command. There's a lot of things. So things get done at a slower pace, which is why I always make the comment, you know, raising gifted kids, the military is the perfect prerequisite, especially the Army, because our motto mm-hmm. is hurry up and wait. You learn to sit mm-hmm. and wait. Oh, you learn patience. I didn't know that. Yeah, like Last we will have formation. We'll get called for formation at like 0400, 4 o'clock in the morning. But we may not do mm-hmm. anything till 500, 5 o'clock in the morning. So you're standing there, figuring out what the hell to do for an hour. <laughs> the whole point is it's teaching you to have patience because you're going to be sitting in foxholes. You're going to be sitting, you know, in spots preparing for battle and not knowing when it's going to hit. So you're always Mm -hmm. at that state of awareness. The key is, is learning how to shut that state of awareness off. And I'm still learning. And that's part of the problem that a lot of people. Yeah, I was going to say, explain that to us. PTSD is Basically, you experience trauma in some form. You could have seen it. You could have experienced it one way or another by actually being involved in you. Mm -hmm. I moved my son's computer out to the garage. I was trying to set up, like, a um, computer area just for the kids for school and everything else and he ain't liking it so I'm gonna have to disassemble it later and put it back in, his, <laughs> in the living room you're gonna have to you're gonna be in a world of trouble but uh, there'll be certain triggers that'll set you up that you won't even realize for um, flashbacks or feelings and Coming up in a couple of weeks, we're going to launch on Fridays, either right before Lens Kane show or after Lens Kane show, a show about PTSD. One, what it is, but two, we're going to break it down from the grassroots, you know, the emotional Amen. aspect, what your mind goes through, what your body goes through. 
and understanding the root causes of these issues is crucial to help overcome it. Because your mind and your body is intertwined. So you're racing thoughts. And a lot of people don't understand, you know, simple things like a migraine headache, a constant migraine headache, are symptoms of PTSD. If it's something you're not prone to. You know, aches and pains, low motivation. Um, There's a lot of little symptoms that your body has that are telling you warning signs to that something's not right. There are triggers for PTSD. Wow. It looks like uh, more of us may have PTSD than we know. (laughs) Yeah. It just depends on you and how you you embrace your environment. Correct. It's not broken, David. It's uploading. Yeah, he's my trying to load Minecraft. It's um, a new update for Minecraft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just has an update. Let it be broken. And just tell him mommy's going to fix it. There you go. <laughs> hey, David. <laughs> the world came to an end today. His world just got turned upside down. It's all right. Patience is not his strong suit. He's learning and growing every day. It is. Awesome stuff. Okay, no. So he is literally detaching everything and putting it, (laughs) trying to take it all back down. Oh, this is going to be a fun day. It's going to be a great day. And you got it, Mom. I'm proud of you. Oh, this is the hardest part of my day. We're okay. That's what I said. I already know. You, let me tell you something. I've learned so much from you. So, so much. Let him feel his feelings. And as always, (coughs) we are here with the Vitality Vibes. Hey, listen, listen. 
I know. David, I love you. He's Shout regulating. Mm-hmm. He's doing a great job. <laughs> and before we go today, I just want to, again, say thank you to everybody who has ever served in the armed forces. If you're still serving, thank you. I thank you for me. I thank you for my children. I thank you for my children's children and generations to come. Mary, thank you for all that you do for the military, our our children, me, especially me, because you know you. Um, I don't like sharing you, but I do it because you're so great. Because you're my Mary. Okay. <laughs> I'm so possessive. <laughs> And we'll see you later on today. We got a new show running today. What time we have a new show here? at 6 p.m. Eastern. And it's all about child abuse trafficking, um, the foster care system. It'll, it's going to bring light to what's going on and make us more aware and less complacent. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And I'm off to go make you know for the lovely people. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Well, when we talk about trafficking, we hear about the celebrities and the presidents and the big men. But we don't talk about the janitors and the school teachers that are involved in all this. Man, what you say? <laughs> all right. I got to go deal with this. You going to be great. We'll see you in these Atlanta streets. Give a dollar away, maybe even two step back, watch it grow, see what it do. Give some money to a military personnel today. Mary, I love you. I see you at six. All right, sounds good. All right. Peace. Love, juice.